and welcome back to the cinemania world podcast everyone my name is Dwayne, and today we have our final episode of psitlou today we are going to be talking about the last of us season finale that aired on sunday we're finally going to be talking about it i am joined by the group that i started this show with since episode one first we have from cinemania live we have Hannah Louise the third. Hello. Hey. It's good to have you here. Welcome back. Hopefully all the all the crying is done for now. We'll see. It's <laughs> great. It's great to have you here. Uh, we are also joined from the box office report show, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we made it. And I'm here only to collect my perfect attendance award. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so true. That is sad. Holy <laughs> smoke. Larry is the only one that hasn't played the games. And he has not missed the show. Movie. That is why he got to gag us like that. Anyway, uh, we, are all, we are also joined, lastly, from the Cinemania World team, film posers uh, here on the show. We have Josie. Josie, welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me here. Sorry I was not. I didn't have a perfect attendance. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm the host, and I, I I was like out for like two episodes. I, I think. Recall, I it's literally just Larry. <laughs> it's Larry. Larry picking up the <laughs> picking up the pieces of I this damn group. One. I think I only missed one too. I think I'm kind of over. I think about I, I'm thinking about Throne Watch. Throne Watch. I did that one episode, and then I dipped from like. <laughs> <laughs> I dipped from House of the Dragon. That show became Larry that and Maddie. Sunday, that Sunday night <laughs> is not Dwayne's forte, as you can tell uh, from this I, show as well. I thought Larry was running that shit like the Navy. <laughs> he was. He was after episode one. It was literally Larry and Maddie's show until the finale. It was. It was. I, I'm tapped. You don't know. Although I love The Last of Us, I am so glad it's over. I'm so oh done. I'm done with these Sundays. I'm, I'm over it. God, I can finally sleep. For me and Larry. (laughs) Which is what? This is kind of like a vacation for me and Larry because usually Uh. we're up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. reacting to a show. In the middle of the week. Yeah, 8 p.m. on a Sunday. It was okay. (laughs) I know me and Hannah, listen, we tried, y'all. We started really falling off at the end of She-Hulk. It's rough. That one in the morning, two in the morning That's on a hard. Wednesday. Is they gotta rough. stop. They gotta stop with that. I heard they got cooked for Mandalorian last week too, so they gotta they gotta stop with Please. that. Yeah, oh. so. yeah. No, um, this is much better. I much yeah. prefer a reasonable time on a Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we are going to be talking about the Last of Us show. I know we usually get these out on Mondays, but we are here on Tuesday to talk about this show, talk about the finale. I was able to watch it one more time, too, so I'm glad that I was able to do that. Uh, Hannah, we... how many times you at? Hannah, don't start. Don't start, um, Hannah. If you say seven, I swear to God. I think that's, I think it's like five. I'm probably sitting at like five. Oh, my that's too much. Um, okay, so we are hopping right into this finale here. Uh, we finished that Big David episode last week. Uh, going into this finale, I mean, Hannah and I knew there wasn't much left, but apparently everybody else was like aghast that they had like 40 something minutes to finish the show. I don't know what the game they played. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so, uh, uh, spoiler alert, they did it in 45 minutes as we expected. And, uh, 
yeah, we had this episode. Obviously, we're going to go into a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, just come back and uh, talk about it with us. And uh, yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Joel smiles like like five times in this episode until he <laughs> mows down a lot of people. And uh, I thought it was really funny. I saw saw on Twitter somebody was like Pedro Pascal is like he's like smiling and shit on the on the Oscar red carpet, but he's mowing down a hospital right now <laughs> on, the, on the other <laughs> on the His other channel. Daughter is in danger. She's on the fucking red carpet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to get into with this episode, this finale. Um, it's gonna be interesting to hear what Larry thought as someone who is completely, you know, coming to this show uh to this this uh this uh all fresh and everything so that's gonna be interesting but before we get into like the show in depth let's get just general thoughts i'll start with you as always hannah what did you think about the finale um yeah i thought it was great i thought it was a really beautiful episode um i wasn't ever really concerned about it being too short because the spring section is the last section of the game and it doesn't really last all that long and uh, before you get taken up in like the waves and whatever and get brought to marlene and the fireflies mm-hmm. um so i i knew that this was a perfectly okay length and it's not like this is an mcu show where we know they have like time restraints this is hbo uh, i'm sure craig mazin and neil Druckmann weren't told oh your finale has to be 45 minutes i'm sure that they wrote the finale shot it and they're like okay yeah it's about a 45 minutes so i i never saw the issue and i think they pulled it off um i think that this episode and probably um episode six or yeah, episode six are probably the most faithful. Or no, not episode six, episode eight. Uh, this and episode eight are probably the most faithful to the game, I think. Um, like, it's almost like beat for beat in both episodes. And I think that the rest of the show has had so many moments that... Um, in, like, in between the stuff from the games in the episodes that really splice it up. But here, it's, like, really beat for beat on eight and nine. Um, which is great. Uh, these are the episodes that are like, oh, I need these things be exactly as they are in the game and they are um yeah i loved it beautiful episode again beautiful finale beautiful show (laughs) okay let's go to you uh larry what did you think about the finale yeah i really enjoyed this finale as i said in like the discussion portion of our reaction i just think it was a really well paced really well structured finale thematically it works really well with what they set up obviously at the beginning and kind of how that pays off by the end of the episode it just has its own full circle kind of arc in this single episode between the two characters and with joel's character uh i really liked seeing this new joel basically like the post baby girl joel if you will (laughs) um as you said, he's smiling, he's like vibing, he's living his best life for the majority of this episode. And 
we got a giraffe. So, you know, we, <laughs> I just love to see that all of these animals are just living. You know, they are out here thriving, dipping it, <laughs> Un- and doing it. Completely like, unprovoked. You know and- yeah, kill more humans, actually. <laughs> like, we're just, we're living our lives out here with y'all running around. Remember the frog from the second episode? The frog <laughs> on the piano? <laughs> they had, they've just been dropping them in everywhere. We had like buffalo, bison in one episode, really roaming free. Uh, I mean, it does make me think like damn there were all them animals in the zoos huh and now mm-hmm. either they're dead because they couldn't escape their cage and don't have any food or you know they're like these giraffes who are just you know they've created a little colony in this area but mm. no i thought it i thought it was really good it gave us that brutality that i know some people have been wanting so badly still no infected really like the infected weren't uh, a big part of this episode but mm-hmm. uh, i thought it really worked well for the season finale mm-hmm. um okay let's go to you josie lastly uh your thoughts on the finale no i'm just stuck with the image that you put in my head of animals that i know larry like what the fuck leave their cages. <laughs> like, shit <laughs> that's so dark and it's a dark episode i mean <laughs> No, you didn't. That's the saddest part. (laughs) Now I'm just thinking about, I'm sorry. I just can't stop thinking about all these infected just running amok on these animals in these cages. Like, yo, what's going on? (laughs) Wait, I have a question, though. I mean, they don't address it in the game, I'm sure. Sorry, just on the Mm -hmm. animal thing. Mm -hmm. Infected, do they, like, actually eat other people? Like, how do they get sustenance? Do they eat? I don't... I think... Yeah, I think they eat in the game. I think... I've seen... I remember in the beginning of the first game when you're like with... When, you, when you're just with Tess. When you actually... When you first start playing. It's I remember like the instruction. Part. Yeah, the yeah. instruction part. Like somebody was eating something. They wasn't just like biting. So I guess it just... It depends. In it, part it depends. two, there's like a few instances where you see you run up on a dead animal... Who and, was like mauled? Uh, yeah, yeah, who's like mauled? And Ellie and Dina are like, "Oh, there's infected." Like, oh, mm-hmm. so they will attack animals in yeah. the game. That's oh, like they attack animals. animals. Yeah, they attack. Yeah, they I know. Bat. It sounds like it feels like they just avoid animals altogether. Like they don't infect them, or they can't mm-hmm. get infected. I guess. Yeah, Maybe I thought about dead. it at the beginning of the show, but then I was like, because someone also told me, well, like some animals in the game, but. If you think about it, it would just be too much to deal with for a show. So it's better mm. just simply ignoring it because then it's just more information you have to go through. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. back to Josie. <laughs> so final thoughts. I really enjoyed this episode. I can't say more than I think it was a solid finale for the show that they wanted to build. Mm-hmm. I think. Or at least I hope. <laughs> Let me change that. <laughs> I hope people are satisfied with the story that we got and hopeful for what's to come. Because I'm sure it's going to be even more heartbreaking when we get part two. Yeah, part two is going to be a lot because part two is part part two is like way more traumatizing than than the than the first game. So it's going to be. It's gonna be insane, and I'm sure they're just they're like rubbing their hands together, like oh, we're gonna fuck with these, <laughs> with these blokes. Like with I this, genuinely with part don't two. think that there's any moments of like 
genuine happiness in part two. <laughs> There's one when with I I would just say to avoid who anybody There's doesn't one know. In a flashback. <laughs> yeah, in a flashback, and I and I was gonna say Dina and Ellie in a house together. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I was saying. So that thing I shared said that they were gonna <sighs> change some stuff up. I think uh, I have an idea of what it would be. Like, I don't know if they're going to change it to be happier, but it legit was like, yeah, we're going to deviate a little bit more from the game. I hope game it's two. my plan. I hope it's my plan. Yeah. That I was saying. I, I, because how do they I put this without spoilers. Hmm? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to okay. make sure that I don't like spoil anything for anyone who's like listening um, and has only uh, watched the show. Um, so I think that what they mean by that is there's four years of time in between um, part one and part two. And part two is structured in a way where you start um, as Ellie uh, when she's 19. Obviously, she's 14 in part one. But you uh, are told this story of the time in between through flashbacks throughout the game. It's like you think they're going to do that? That's what I was assuming um, too, yeah. But I think that they're probably going to do the time between part one and part two as a singular season. And then yes. we'll actually adapt the like, <clears throat> meat of part two in like two seasons after that. Oh, I so think you think we'll like season three, season four mm-hmm. is where the real traumas come in, Hannah. Yeah, I think we'll round out the show at like four seasons. I yeah, I think they're gonna try to find a ways to elongate it because oh, for sure. obviously to make a video game, it doesn't be like okay, let's do a game and it comes out next year. Like it, look to to put to put in perspective, The Last of Us One came out in 2013, and then Part Two came out in 2020. So. They, if their plan is like, well, let's let's you know, let's do the first two games and then wait for them for Naughty Dog to do three and then adapt that. That would just take way too long. Like Bella, it will be like thirty five or something. I don't know, but it'll be like that'll be way too long if that if they did something like that. So I think that actually is the best way to elongate the show and the and like you know the the source material and stuff like that. But um. Going into my thoughts, I love the finale. I like Hannah said, uh, they pretty much it's beat for beat like in the game, so wasn't too surprised by any by anything besides the opening that I really loved because of course you had uh, the voice of Ellie in the video games, Ashley Johnson, do that part, which was so weird when she starts screaming, and I'm like, oh my god, like the what am I? <laughs> and stuff like that. That's <laughs> I was like Ellie, that's <laughs> what you hear when you're like running as Ellie and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, so I just was... know her as a voice from the animation, The Legend of Vox Machina. You know, my mom. That's my where mom's... I knew her from. My mom said she knew her. She knew she knew her from somewhere. She just couldn't remember, and I was like, "Well, she, she said wasn't." Two words, and Larry was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> um, only is your mom could... a gamer? Does she secretly be liking that D and D on the down low over there? <laughs> I, I'm just she. She knew her from something. She was like, but but she knew her. She said like a TV show, the way she was like an actual. I think she's in one. Some TV, some like detective show or something like that. And that's probably what she's talking about. But yeah, seeing her, seeing that whole backstory with Ellie was was really, really nice. It was a nice, you know, full circle 
kind of moment and all of that stuff. It obviously was really sad when she gets bitten by the. Uh, oh, she's in blind spot. That's where my mom. My mom probably gonna go crazy. She's also tomorrow. the waitress from Avengers. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember that, and uh, yeah. So I thought that was all really nice to see. Then we go into the actual episode, and it's the same in the game when Joel is like after the whole David stuff. Joel is now the one who's speaking, and and uh, Ellie is just like really quiet. And stuff like that. And that's kind of what they did here. And poor Joel was like, I found some Chef Boardie. I found this game. Let's uh, let's hang out. And Ellie's like, nah. So that was all really, really good to see to see adapted. And then, of course, the giraffe scene and all that. And um, then the kind of circling back to the whole uh, the, the gunshot wound that Joel has. That was a really nice touch. I don't believe that's in the game. I don't think that storyline is in the game at all. So that was nope. kind of nice to see. So yeah, all the happy stuff before we get into the craziness was uh, really good. Really good. And I really enjoyed all of that. And uh, yeah, so let's get into the show. I do want to touch on the opening a little bit. I'll start with you, Hannah. I watched that damn reaction and poor Hannah <laughs> was a mess. <laughs> Hannah had... Hannah had tears like on her neck. I said, "What is happening?" <laughs> like, they fell on my chest. It was so bad for me. Oh, I was like, Lord. "What is happening?" So, what is? Let's get your thoughts on the opening, Hannah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I I knew I was gonna cry the minute I saw Ashley Johnson. I knew it was gonna happen. I just didn't know to that extent. It was. It just felt very surreal i guess uh to have ellie's voice sitting there holding ellie and saying you're so tough uh fucking tell him ellie and that just got me so which she improvised that part the whole you're so tough which is crazy (laughs) yeah and it all started what the hell (laughs) it got me so bad and i just i love ashley johnson so much and i love ellie so much and i've like I've come to love this Ellie so much. So it was just all so full circle and beautiful uh, and poetic to have Ashley Johnson be Ellie's mom and kind of give birth to this character in a whole new way. It was just beautiful. I loved it so much. And I was waiting. I remember I was, I mean, if you've, if you've li- been listening to this show, I've been waiting for this damn Ashley Johnson cameo. I swear to God, I thought forever. I was being left behind. <laughs> I was like, dude, where is Ashley Johnson? I We saw Troy and I was all excited. And then I was like, where's Ashley Johnson? And then a- after that, everyone pretty much called it that it was like, gonna, that was probably going to be the opening of the finale once we yeah, didn't get it. I in like how they eight. described it because it was like, hey, let's start the ending with the very beginning and i'm like mm-hmm. y'all and your metaphors and symbolisms <laughs> <laughs> which they got a lot of and that day if you listen to the podcast that they do oh my god all right i got it anyway um let's go to you larry what'd you think about that opening yeah the opening was uh, really good i was like oh shit it's gonna be well i just assumed i was like okay her mom's gonna get bitten and she's gonna be like that's gonna be the cause of her immunity mm-hmm. uh it's kind of like a little Neymar situation, I guess. Uh, your mama took the pill or took the whatever she ate, and she was birthed a little god. Mm-hmm. 
disappear. You know, she got bit while Ellie was still there. Straight up lied to Marlene, talking about, I I cut the cord first. Girl, please. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess what's a little, like, what would a newborn infected do, Marlene? Can you if imagine? that thing turned, bitch, please. But um, <laughs> I was shook that Marlene, like, knew her mom and, like, yeah, was the yeah. one to take Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it seemed like she didn't too much know Ellie at the beginning. Um, so I was like, that was a nice development. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Marlene like gave her over to her enemies, <laughs> because that would be the safest place for her, was kind of an interesting development. Just for like that helped a lot with Marlene's character, just with this little tiny bit she had in this episode, kind of flesh out that character that we didn't really know almost anything about really with mm-hmm. our time from her in episode one. But yeah, I mean, that was our only instance, right? Of a uh, infected. Was that opening? Yeah. 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 So were you uh, expecting something like more infected in the finale? I remember last, I think like two weeks ago, you were saying like, I think when Hannah was like, what do you think is going to happen? You were like, Oh, I'm probably something with the infected and, and the fireflies and all that stuff. <laughs> So I couldn't tell, like, I was really suspicious. Uh, so it kind of, halfway of what I was anticipating came true because I was suspicious of what was going to happen. I, w- I didn't fully trust the Fireflies for mm-hmm. when we got to their place, if we ever did. Um, and, you know, I don't think they were evil or anything, but I still feel like that suspicion was warranted. I just knew it was going to be some F-ish. Once, once we got to them, I knew... It couldn't be yeah, all jewelry. Yeah. Um, granted, I, we'll, we'll get there once we get to that thing. I, mm. I, I do have a little bit of a a gripe with Ooh. how the story goes down there. And I, I breezed over it in our reaction. But okay, it is Hannah. something that I'm like, we should have pushed back a little bit more on this. But, you know, <clears throat> limited time, I suppose. But the opening was great. Don't tell Hannah that because Hannah's been fighting on Twitter all. Uh-oh. Lord. Hannah... <laughs> When is Hannah not fighting on Twitter is actually the question. <laughs> Why, how come no no quote tweet is never like, oh, yeah, I agree. You're awesome. It's like, fuck you. Don't ever talk. Like, damn. <laughs> it's never even like reinforcement. Like, this. I've been yelling this or something. No, no. It's always quote tweet them to get them. <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. Like, Dana, what is up? Um, I'm beefing with Rain Wilson right now. <laughs> I saw, I was like, what is happening? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I thought, again, I loved, love, love, love the opening. Uh, Josie, how about you? What did you think about the opening here with um, with? Oh, I love the opening, especially because actually Johnson was just so good at it. And mm-hmm. the resemblance she has to Ellie, to Bella Ramsey. My mom said the same thing. Yeah, it's incredible. Really, like, it, all of the reactions I've seen of people like reacting to the episode, they have no idea it's Ashley Johnson. They don't. They didn't play the game. But immediately they're like, "Oh my god, the casting is so good. She looks exactly like Bella Ramsey." That's so weird. That is yeah. so crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a very nice touch. The fact that they mm-hmm. actually had that resemblance beyond just you know wanting to cash ashley johnson because i mean come on you have to <laughs> she has to be here mm-hmm. but uh, other than that um it's just crazy like you have her running she's pregnant 
and then oh, she the gets backup? there and it's like you don't see the infected you just hear and you're like god damn it and then she gets there people are supposed to be there nobody's there and she's like fuck then she puts the chair then she just sits down and i'm like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do <laughs> why ain't the fireflies ever where they're supposed to be that's what <laughs> i really need to know <laughs> um yeah, and the infected goes in there and mm-hmm. does, does she the gets thing. bit, and then mm-hmm. perfect way to give birth because suddenly there's a child. Mm-hmm. Great actor, and... by the way, that child. Both of them. <laughs> Honestly, no. Um, during the behind the scenes, <laughs> wait. During the behind the scenes, they were saying there was actually more than one baby. Yeah, it was like two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and fraternal twins, and according to Ashley and Craig and Neil. The girl was a better actor. Um, <laughs> How does that shit work? Just terrible to work what? with. How does that work? Do you just go to a hospital and be like, yeah, I need a baby? <laughs> like, no, who's cool? They were like, uh, sometimes, like, Dwayne, you wouldn't believe. Sometimes that is how it happens. <laughs> like, am I getting how much are we talking? Because like, you about to put my baby on. TV? You probably have to give like a lot of papers and stuff. But like, sometimes yeah. it, it's honestly is like that. But that's a story for another time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's like stuff my professors would tell us during Not class. Josie like, going to hospitals recruiting babies for <laughs> no. shows. Josie, I know Josie's the type though. She ain't asking for consent. She said, I'm getting that baby. That one right there, that's perfect for the for the show. We're getting it. I don't care that's what the parents false. say. I will not stand for this falsitude. But um, Marlene, I think that was my favorite part because, again, as Larry said, you learn so much about her. And it speaks to her character, the fact that she does seem like cold towards Ellie but really it's just because that was her friend since they were kids and they went through this together and it's the same it's um, mirroring what Ellie went through with Riley so I thought they did it perfectly again them with their symbolisms and their metaphors and it was just well acted so I Mm -hmm. liked it okay so um, let's get into the nitty gritty of this episode when everything goes down so uh, in the game, where the way they get kind of captured by the fire or found by the fireflies, I guess there's this whole uncharted like rigmarole with the bus and like flooding <laughs> and stuff, and Ellie kind of they kind of save each other or whatever. And um, something about I, Naughty Dog, you're gonna walk onto something uh, and it's gonna break. Break down. Uh, so then. The that scene ends when and then you know Ellie's kind of knocked out or she's kind of drowned a little bit. So Joe's trying to resuscitate her, and then fireflies come and then they like, "What are you doing?" And then they like attack Joel or whatever. And that's how he wakes up in the hospital, and Ellie's like already in surgery or about to get you know get put under or whatever. And um, the difference here, which I kinda, I actually like the difference. I think the reason why people were like, "Oh, they have so much to do," is because everyone thinks thought the uh, that was going to happen. Like the whole bus, and I was like, guys, that ain't happening. And uh, even even the trailer last week, there was like, it's clear that they just threw a bomb or like a smoke grenade or whatever, and that's how it happens. And I actually like the change. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't really, I didn't, I don't think it, it wouldn't have made sense in this context of where they were to just put in like a random flood. It was nice yeah. out. Too. <laughs> like I was like, where's this flood coming from? Um, so it's it was fine. And uh, yeah, they wake up. Well, Joel wakes up and. Uh, He's, I'm, I'm watching this 
And I'm like, man, this is this is about to get bad for y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I know what's coming and Marlene is trying to explain something. And uh, I mean... <sighs> I watch. I've, I've watched. I've done this. 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 This part in the video game so many times, and I'm just all the time. My first reaction is, "What did you think was going to happen? Did you think he was going to be like, okay, all right, you know?" I, I, I just. I don't I understand, like Marlene. Marlene, like, what did you oh. think was going to happen? Especially when you were like, "We're going to try and see if this works." It's not even like it's gonna work. It's like we're gonna see. If like oh. Ellie's the thing where it's gonna work and tough shit, Joel, we're gonna try. That's <laughs> like you gotta think about what Joel Marlene knew. Oh right, like, right, right before they left Boston, yeah. right, right. The Joel that she knew at least there. I don't think there's any way she could have envisioned uh, mm. him looking at her as anything more than cargo. Oh, for her connection. Yeah, but I just like I feel like after a while she does realize that okay, clearly he he cares about the girl now. But when she and stuff, when but... he started fighting like at mm-hmm. first, I, and then she offered him her knife. She definitely realized. Which Joel was uh, great. Yeah. Which I mean, Pedro was great. Um, you know the whole he's just he's great in this episode and stuff. So uh, yeah, that happens in the game down line for line too. I would even say happens kind of like what they did. Yeah, like kind of like what they did. That I really wish they kept in. And I not Hannah policing. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, you missed this. No. You Listen, missed okay. this a consonant. <laughs> I hate I hate to be this person. But nah, I love it. Wait, which um, line though? Tell him. Tell I'll him. Tell you right now. Uh so when he Joel wakes up and he immediately is like uh immediately is like, where is she? And Marlene's like, Oh, you don't have to worry any uh anymore about her and he goes, I worry. Oh, you wish that like I um I, I wish that they kept that in. It's just a small thing that I've always loved about that scene is when he's like, Oh, I worry. Um I'm glad they did keep the whole did. like I'm glad they did keep the the whole like uh where is she after he like he he gets the one up on the two soldiers and yeah. the soldier's like fuck you and he's like, I don't got time for this and then he kills the soldier. I'm glad they kept that at least because that was always awesome to me. But um even though it leads to like horrible events afterwards but um, Larry, which I'm so curious, which part did not what that you were saying did not work for you? Was that the Marlene part in this like whole what's happening to Ellie thing, or was that like later on? No, it's here. It's in here. Okay. Just like okay. So first, I also was like Marlene girl. I don't know <laughs> what you thought too. For one, just those two men were gonna do. Uh, because she literally tells him, like, "Oh my God, I had like a crew of five folks, and I almost died, and they all got killed. How did you make it by yourself? The fuck? What did you think them men were gonna do against him, then, girl? Come on, uh, you knew them two were not safe taking him if he decided to pull some ish. But that's not really that's not my big problem. My only thing is just the uh, the science, the trial and error of science." They're going to take her into surgery on a suspicion of the doctor who obviously has not really had another like 
test subject. Like, he doesn't know that this is going to work. He doesn't know anything. And if he kills her, which he will, because he's going to take it out of her brain, then they're done. Like, that's it. It's over. We don't have another person. They don't have, like, time. They should have... I mean, they should have just had, like, time (laughs) in between to, like, run tests on Allie, at least, to come to this conclusion in my head. Like, because it seems like it was just, like, later that day, maybe the next morning. I'm like, I just needed a little bit of, like, okay, we've tested her to kind of figure out why. It's just, like, this random doctor who probably has never met Allie in his whole damn life, has never gotten a blood sample, never gotten any sample, is like, hey, yo, this is what it is. So that was my only like again. That's what my mom said too. She was like, I feel she she said yeah. the same thing as far as like wanting like did they run any tests? Do they know for sure? Yeah. Well, it just guess, jumps to no, that and also to make like vaccines. That's a that's a specific line. Like that's different. A regular doctor like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's my uh, and it's not a big like so it's not like a deal breaker for me or anything it's just like a especially because the episode was only 40 minutes um Mm -hmm. maybe if we had them kind of like sitting around a day or two it works because it speaks to the ineptitude of the fireflies i I mean it's true it's true (laughs) i think that it might be an issue with the game and the show um that it's just like not being received because I've ever since I've at least been in the fandom, people love to like get that ta- that Firefly logo tattooed. They love to like put it everywhere. Like it's a big symbol oh. for like people in the game. And I'm like, I don't know if this is okay because I don't really think the Fireflies are all that great people. Oh, um, they're so flawed. <laughs> it's so flawed. <laughs> I don't. That's a good point though. Dorothy. I I've never. I've never really thought that the Fireflies were great people, and I think that they're probably just as bad as Fedra, even yeah, though... Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, um, I've always had very conflicting thoughts on the Fireflies, and I think mm-hmm. that Marlene and the Doctor uh, <laughs> doing that, uh, just kind of jumping to the, okay, yeah, we have her, now we can you know, do whatever the fuck we want. First of all, without her consent... Um, Mm-hmm, it's yeah. awful that Joel made that decision for her and it's awful that the Fireflies made that decision for her even though Marlene is right when saying that we know what decision Ellie would make but it's still awful like to do it without her consent but you're um, also right though because Marlene also so Joel justifies what he does kind of mm-hmm. to Marlene but Marlene justifies it right off the bat and says we didn't tell her so she's not scared or anything we're just <clears> gonna <throat> kill her without mm-hmm. her knowing what the hell's about to happen yeah. to her so it's like Marlene is also justifying her own actions of not getting consent to start and then joel justifies his actions for not getting consent to conclude yeah so important lesson consent (laughs) (laughs) um so then uh, this is when we get into the whole shootout of the hospital and i love the way they do it here as far as like with the music kind of kind of you know kind of just just washing all over the sound of the score was so good. The score was so great. And uh yeah, I loved all of that. Yeah, I loved all of that. That was all really good. Uh again, uh, you know, I didn't need some 30-minute shootout like you do in a video game. We come we gotta realize, guys, this is a different medium. You know, we ain't controlling. If the game was like two minutes of like shootouts, then that would be an issue. But if, if the show was it was 
it was right for what the medium is for. So I thought that was all really great. And it also showed the fact that Joel was just, he wasn't keeping anybody alive. Anybody who was like kind of armed or whatever, he, you was getting murked. Even if you tried to like surrender, you was getting murked. He was straight up punisher in this, uh, in this little hospital scene. I think there was an Easter egg of an upcoming character. I, I, I still no can't one has know. talked about it yet. <laughs> no one has really brought it up yet in any of the reviews or anything that I've been watching. Even the podcast is like, okay, bring up the damn rat tail haired human here. But there was an Easter egg, and I, I apparently maybe if, maybe it wasn't supposed to be a thing, but it just felt way too obvious to me. I don't know, Hannah. Am I wrong? I just I, I felt it. I felt that that was you're wrong. That, that was Larry, please, you don't even know. Just, just justify it for me, Hannah, at least a little bit. Like, come on now. That I mean, was who we think it is. Come on. Hello. I think it's, I think so. Cause they obviously got away and they made it like, you see the silhouette of the brain. Exactly. I was like, come on now. Nobody's, nobody's talking about this. Anyway, so that was all crazy. And then, yeah, Joe was just laying everybody out. And then, Again, we get into the scene with the doctor, which is kind of like the game. In the game, instead of shooting him in the head, he just he 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 takes the little needle that the doctor, whatever it is, the little thing that the doctor just tried to use him, tried to. Well, like, you can choose. Yeah, so he use you know Joe takes that and stabs him in the neck or whatever like that. Well, not Dwayne outing himself that he chose the sadistic route. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I blew his ass up with a uh, flamethrower. Oh, see, that's you, see, you think I'm the problem is Hannah. I, I, I think the stab see, is did, the easier oh route. God, I did that and I killed the nurses. Sorry. <laughs> you see? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Hannah, oh, what is up? Anything for Ellie? That's it. This is too much. So, okay, but at least in the show, it makes sense leaving the nurses because someone has to tell someone. If not, they all just show up like, what happened? Yeah, who did this? <laughs> um, yeah, well, so I he think sh- it works better morally that he left the nurses too. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I think it leaves Joel in a better gray area rather <laughs> than taking him all the way to like madman murderer. He has to he has to show that humanity somewhere. Which here, you people know? already think he went into like madman territory, but I I think it's justified. Obviously, don't kill all those people, but considering his character, it's logical. Taking away the power of playing it, I fear, with just the reactions that I've seen, I fear it's kind of made the decision he made uh, fall more into heroic. Um, I don't think the show is portraying it that way. I just think that once you take oh, no. the player out of the, <laughs> out of the conclusion, because um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people be like, oh... Joel, he was just so like he needed to get to Ellie, and he did it, and, and, and like the way that people have just been talking about it, it just it's making it seem like Joel That's did so the weird. right thing, like <laughs> he's a hero, da, da, da. and no. I'm like, um, I don't no. think what the show Even was the, trying to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> in the show when you watch it, it's the way everything slows down, the music slows yeah. down. We're seeing this like. Oh no! It's, it's meant to be a tragedy. The way the music's yeah. going, it's not like some John Wick. Dun-dun, 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 dun-dun. Like seen, you know, it's like, like I've it's, seen yeah. huge publications uh, use John Wick 
in the title of like describing the episode, <laughs> like Joel's John Wick moment. And I'm like, what the fuck are you <laughs> Joel's talking John about? John Wick, but what are we doing? Now, I will say, I will say, if I know, I knew he was gonna get to this. Go ahead, Larry. No, I'm just gonna say, I will say that if if we didn't know, kind of, if Joel didn't lie, I'm just gonna be straight. If Joel didn't lie, straight up mm. boldface lie to Allie and know what he did regarding like her mental state, um. I'm sorry about those people, but I probably wouldn't have cared very much. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Like, I would view this much more as a, well, we had to get what's done is done. Um, <laughs> but it's it's more like the follow-up that makes it grosser to me. Oh, I can um, understand that yeah. because... Um... Sorry, not sorry to the folks in the the. I mean, they're militant. That's the next thing is they are militant people. A lot of them were shooting at him in defense, mm-hmm. maybe or preactive. They but... made sure to put that one kill in though of oh, that yeah. guy surrendering, and which I'm again kill. so glad they yeah. did that they kept these uh, unarmed people because even the doctor. I mean, he was gonna try to stop Joel, I guess. So mm-hmm. you you can argue either way on that doctor because obviously he was like, I'm not letting you take her. So he was gonna try something. But or the doctor, pretty unarmed. Or, or the doctor falls into the category of you're gonna you're just gonna come after her, yeah. um, like how he murks Marlene mm-hmm. and uh, getting into that. He picks up Ellie. Same thing happens in the game when Marlene. Where was Marlene? In this whole hospital scene, I I've always she was wondered probably that. Probably trying to. She was charging the car. Hide. Oh, okay. She was, was trying like, to get happening? out of there, charging her little car. To go away. Anyway, uh, so she. <laughs> she knew. So... She said, I'm get out of here. I don't know where I'm going. But I got some money. <laughs> she heard gunshots and she ran. <laughs> I've always wondered that. I'm like, where was Marley in this she whole She saw her damn life flash before her eyes and said, bitch, I'm gone. <laughs> I guess that's like what I mean by I think it might be a problem with both the game and show is that I don't think they ever really uh, played more played as much as they should have into Marlene and the Fireflies kind of being a little incompetent. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I I can, I can actually agree with that because because uh, the, the I mean, Fireflies Yeah, sorry, the they're fireflies, always missing. They're always injured. <laughs> they're they're ge- they're they're geeks. I mean, that's just what it is. They're geeks. Remember, you remember the first episode they... when the girl had her damn ear off and Marlene was like, yeah. you don't have an ear. And she was like, they're geeks. No, like, that's they, it. They put a child in charge of bombs. You put Riley to stake yeah. them all. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is fair. And they didn't okay. even check to see if they were infected there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then, so, so this is so. So we're ending the debate here. The fireflies so, are nerds. I the guess the show is, is basically exposing the fireflies for their incompetence. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. So then he takes he takes Ellie. Um. Tries to get away. Marlene tries to stop him. Try to give him one last hurrah, or just kind of don't do this, Joe. And uh he marks her as well and goes back he says the line as it said in the game where she's like let me go and he's like you'll just come after her bang in the head which they should do they show that in the game i was like damn this is yeah. visceral so do uh, y'all yeet marlene like that as the player no it's a cutscene. No, it's, it's a, a cut, cut it's all a cutscene. Like, yeah. oh damn y'all are ruthless in that you know damn what, game though? Uh, mm-hmm. in the second game, there is kind of a moment like that where they make you do it, and it's awful. It's terrible. Is, is, is <laughs> you the, are you talking about the ending? No, I'm talking about Nora, girl. 
Oh, right. Oh, it's good. I like that yeah. part though. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, hold <laughs> well, up. I mean, like, I'm not saying that it's like bad or anything. I'm saying like nah, it's yeah. like I'd be like, yo, yeah, fuck her. Especially up. with how Ellie reacts to it. Yeah, it's it makes me sick every time I play it. Uh, I was geeked. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so yeah, I kind of want to get you guys' thoughts on just like what happened here at the end. Uh, Larry, I kind of start with you just because did you did you see where this was kind of going? Were you surprised that Joel was just on this rampage? Like, where did, where was your thoughts on all of that? Oh no, I wasn't surprised at all. Like, <laughs> as soon as she told him what was what she planned to do. I was like, all right, girl, well, you probably should, like I said, you should have sent more people because clearly y'all, y'all been getting killed left, right, and center this whole damn time. Uh, And you saw he's been murking people left, right, and center himself this whole damn time and made Mm -hmm. it here. Um, And I knew, I knew it was on and popping and Joel was about, he was coming, he was coming. We've already seen kind of, we, uh, well, they foreshadowed it, obviously, last episode of when she's in danger. He oh, just yeah, goes red. Yeah, he like and out and will mm-hmm. torture people and kill their ass until he can get to her. So, uh, yeah, I think, again, I think it's a really, I think they handled it really well where they made sure to keep in at least a couple of very questionable kills on his part in addition to the more, you know, shootout action kills yeah. that happened. And then... Then he also leaves those two women alone mm. because they pose absolutely no threat to him or her any longer. He he can feel it. So we get the full spectrum of morality basically in his in his rampage. And I like that because it leaves him in a really morally gray area by the end of it it's a nice moral dilemma for the character for Mm -hmm. us as a viewer because this is obviously the person we've been rooting for and cheering for and it opens up that the question that a lot of you know things have opened up i mean even just earlier this year with um that movie y'all love so much knock at the cabin um (laughs) a lot of media has presented this type of question before of like Mm -hmm. you know this person having to sacrifice this person can do a lot and can potentially save the entire world. But this person is someone you freaking love uh, and you are attached to and you care about. Um, And in this case, actually in both, in most cases, Mm -hmm. you're not sure that your sacrifice is going to actually do that. If it's going to work, if it's going to, you know, do I believe this? Do I not believe this? And the reason media keeps doing it is because it's an interesting, you know, quandary to put people in as could I do it? Would I do it? And I think it's more so when it's someone you love than yourself, because I think most people would like to think they would just sacrifice themselves to save the world. But would you sacrifice a loved one to save the world is a much Mm -hmm. more dark area to go down. That's a good point about a lot of media too, because like the Spider-Man video game, um, the newest one that came out for the PlayStation Four, at the ending, it's the same thing. It's like either save um, Aunt May or save like the the city as far as like a vaccine. So right, yeah, yeah, it's very very interesting as far as like that form of kind Not of a conflict problem. <laughs> um, you know, it's very interesting when it comes to like that form of conflict and stuff. And I and I do want to touch on something that Hannah brought up a few episodes ago about 
not seeing Joel so violent throughout the season has been helping the story in the show. And I completely agree with that because if you are someone who's not, who hasn't played the game and you, you go from episode eight or even like episode maybe like one to like now, this 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 act of just straight violence is probably a little jarring. Like, you know, of him just, just murking all these people and stuff. Cause you didn't, you haven't really seen what he's a hundred percent capable of. And to know now that he's capable of wiping out an entire hospital of armed men is kind of insane. So just want to give Hannah her little props, I guess. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, the thing is, too, is that this has been here since the first episode. Mm-hmm, of, yeah. Even though uh joel and ellie weren't you know as close as they are now we have that moment in the first episode where someone poses a threat to ellie and joel Mm. intervenes and uh we see him kill that soldier and even though i think that act of violence means something completely different to when he does it in episode eight and especially here it's just that it's been there since the first episode is just that fatherly instinct that Joel has and that he's been suppressing for so long. And Ellie now has brought out of him. And now I think it's just to, I've been through this once and I'm never letting it happen again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just the weight of that moment to the fact that he was able to kill someone that he knew they weren't like best friends or anything, but they met daily it was someone he was he close to in a way <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. and he was still able to kill that man so all these strangers were nothing even marlene he knew marlene to an, some extent you know it wasn't mm-hmm. like a oh i just met you and you try to take ellie he was like he knew marlene she was kind of you know she was had acquaintances with uh with tess and he still just got murked so yeah it's Only really talk is another one where you're like joel <laughs> it is it may be not at the beginning because i don't know if marlene would have been receptive uh mm-hmm. to him being like hey yo look uh hold up we're just gonna jump straight to killing i don't think so um mm. but maybe at the end after she saw <laughs> him mow everybody down i don't know or maybe she just calls reinforcements and fucks him over who knows but uh i guess he that's tried. why he killed her because he goes oh you don't understand and then marlene immediately is like no i do understand mm-hmm. yeah been, i mean and i do like that too is that we get more to marlene but she's also definitely not faultless in yeah, this yeah, yeah. like she is also very very much in a gray area of a character <laughs> And mm-hmm. part of that has to just do to ineptitude, as as has been pointed out. Um, but... <laughs> We're basically pulling the fireflies. I know. We need to leave the fireflies alone. Like, damn. I mean, it just, what? it's one of my favorite parts of the show because neither side is correct, especially yeah, yeah. in episode uh, four and five. You mm-hmm. see how far people can go trying to seek justice and eventually becoming themselves the oppressor. I thought that was something they did so good with the show. And with the Fireflies, it was, again, I think the best example is Riley to the fact that you're recruiting children, but you're not fully equipping them. And then you're making yeah. them believe they have a power that they don't. It's just messy. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, I will say over, I think the show has a leg over the game um in this uh spot in particular listen listen (laughs) because the game definitely portrays the fireflies as this 
like resistance and it's you you're, you want to side with them and Fedra's just bad terrible terms um the, the show I think definitely gives you a perspective on both sides because we do have that moment um with the Fedra soldier um in episode seven when he's talking to Ellie yeah, like I, yeah, yeah I actually agree with that whatever god damn it I'm tired of hearing that. anyway <laughs> I have a question then so especially in the games for like game fandom people then sure how do they rationalize then because I feel like most people <laughs> still sorry. come out like they still come out with Joel being more heroic wait, wait what do you mean how to this? like how do gamers like, rationalize it yeah, yeah. Do they rationalize if they view Firefly as the heroes of this story and Joel defies mm-hmm. those heroes and mows them down anything and then all you I'll still say, view Joel as the hero as well like all so I'll say is that the gamer the, the gamer bros they love them Joel like Joel <laughs> I don't think that gamer bros actually like The Last of Us. I think that they like Joel. They, cause like, yeah. you know, they love, they just love them some Joel. So it's any like, <laughs> and I noticed this was, I know, I know this was a, this was an issue. Cause I, I like Joel. I love yeah, Joel. I'm not even going to front and be like, like oh, yeah, I'm not even going to front and be like, yo, Joel. I, mean, I love me some Joel, man. It's, it, it's nice when he's like, I love both versions Joel's of Joel, cool. whether it's Pedro or Troll, the, the Troll, I said Troll. <laughs> hold on (laughs) whether it's pedro or troy i love their versions of joel but i knew it was a problem when i was watching reviews of like the last of us part two and like they're like the way they're idolizing joel is like you killed one oh fuck (laughs) forget it nothing happens Oh, anyways, uh, I think that's that's I one of the best examples. The way that people tried. reacted to now part how two. How did you just like bleep oh, off of there? No, <laughs> that a spoiler. We all know the spoiler, but I said that in case anyone's listening uh, that hasn't played the games. I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Let me see. Four, I feel 50. like we we're gonna have to preface like a spoiler section though. About it, I mean, my okay. Just so, just where where I was going is that the way the the gamer bros described what happens to Joel was crazy. As far as like he was the most heroic man, I like it was just like why just don't put critical thought because I feel like it's a lot of these gamer bros who also like the fireflies. So it's just is very weird. Yeah, it's a mess. It's all over the because because even if you um the only thing that I've ever gotten from the fireflies is just the logo is like you know what that what that means so it's like as far as like it's like it's like the stamp of the video game does that make sense so it's like for instance at e3 e3 is like <laughs> their uh their gaming convention where they announce like mm-hmm. it's kind of like comic-con but it's like they announce all the new games coming out it hasn't been a thing for years but when they was att- <laughs> when they was announcing the last of us part two it started off with the trailer of like just woods and everybody was like mumbling in the crowd. They're like, Ooh, what's this? What's this new IP? And then um, they cut to a shot of the Firefly logo on a, on like a stop sign. And then the crowd goes crazy. So I think it's just become like the stamp of the, sh- of like the, the game and the show. Yeah. Well, I think you like know. something like that is different than people like getting it tattooed. Oh yeah. That's, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. 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 I don't know what's happening there. With Meanwhile that. though, I still get mad that 
the wrong side of the coin has co-opted that Punisher logo because they're so stupid. They're so (laughs) dumb. They don't even realize the Punisher does not stand for law and order like they like put on their (laughs) cop cars, but whatever. (laughs) The quick thing, um, even looking back, the only people that successfully managed to create a survivable society was Tommy's commune. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and, true, yeah. You know, is, communism. I was going to say, then, Josie, why did Josie just run in here to say, go communism real quick? Play <laughs> the anthem. <laughs> Bring out the red. No, but even, I love how even Tommy was shocked because he was yeah, like, yeah. We, we, Maria's like, bro, we live in a commune. It's communism. And Tommy just stops. He stops walking. He's like, yo. <laughs> but also, another thing to point out is that even Joel, at the beginning, he's like, if you goddamn tell me to look for the light, I will punch you. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Because they're geeks. They're nerds now. We've established it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Joel hated that Tommy was a firefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he, uh, even, even, I remember episode two when Tess is like, well, she's immune. They think they can. He's like, oh, I'll find a fucking cure or whatever. Like, he's like, he does not care about this fucking Firefly plans, all that stuff. But I want to go to you guys finally to just get just general thoughts on the way the show ends here with Ellie asking Joel to tell tell her the truth. And he just, he, he, he sticks with the lie and stuff. I kind of want to get. You guys thought I have a thought on that because I I do I I hear the criticisms of like oh you know this immediately kind of turns me on to turns me off with with Joel as a character as far as like no. him being a bad guy but I kind of look at it a little a little differently because he does eventually tell her the truth he he's going to tell her the truth one day obviously it's a little too late but I still think my my ideology of it is that it's still too soon and he's still trying to protect her feelings and stuff and i think that's why he doesn't say it right away he's but eventually they're gonna have that talk down the line about what yeah. really happened he knows what he did is wrong so he's mm-hmm. choosing to say no it's kind of like a way of self-defense mentally yeah so let's uh let's go to you guys as far as just the the uh your reaction to the way it ended and did you enjoy the final moments and just like the finale like the ending of the finale I'll start with you hannah as far as that whole thing yeah um i have a lot of thoughts on this it's kind of the most iconic moment of the game i think mm-hmm. uh when people talk about the last of us they're usually talking about the ending of the last of us um yeah i ellie is my favorite character so i do have bias towards Ellie and wanting to side with Ellie obviously I do love Joel but (laughs) Ellie's where my heart is um and I guess my issue comes down to the lie itself and breaking the trust between them because they finally got to this moment of both of their walls are finally down and they are finally embracing this love that they have for each other and no longer trying to suppress it and Joel, when he massacred a hospital uh, to save Ellie, even though the entire time that they've known each other, Ellie has made it so clear that she needs her immunity to mean something. Um, and he knows that. And there's no way to just get around that awful survivor's guilt that she has. And he still made that decision for her. I know the Fireflies were trying to make a decision for her too. But he still made a decision for her and decided that 
this was what we're going to do. And she doesn't get any say. And I'm not even going to tell her about it afterwards. So when we get to that moment of, I think as soon as, you know, I, as soon as Ellie wakes up in the car and he tells her, she knows that something isn't right. I don't think that she knows the extent of it, obviously, but I do think that she knows like something in his story isn't adding up. And then when we get to the moment itself of uh, Ellie saying, swear to me, uh, it's her. And she starts it off with, um, I think that the the scene in the game and the scene here uh, have totally different like implications. Um, I think here it's more Ellie starts the conversation off with... Um, finally telling Joel about what happened with Riley and to me at least it played as her trying to open up an open discussion and give this like safe space to Joel and her to be honest with each other and she shared that about Riley hoping that maybe he would tell her what actually happened at the hospital but instead he doubled down on what he said and when she when she says swear to me and he swears and she just takes that moment and i think in that moment is when she realizes that okay he's not going to tell me the full truth but i'm not going to harp on it because in this moment it's easier to accept this lie instead of uh, losing Joel and uh, possibly knowing uh, something more horrific happened. Um, so, yeah, I think that okay really is just Ellie, a placeholder for Ellie in that moment. Uh, I, do, I don't think for a minute that Ellie believes him. I think that she's more scared of losing him and uh, feels more hurt than anything uh, about him breaking the trust that they've built over this amount of time which which i remember in the uh podcast they were like they were saying that well ashley was like because they were asking ashley like how do you you know what do you think is happening to ellie in that scene it's like no when she she was straight up it's like no when she wakes up in the car she straight up knows that something's off and something's wrong her clothes are gone yeah. what's happening and uh yeah, so it's it's gotta be it's it's a lot in in the conversations since Sunday have been all over the place, and Hannah and I from like season like episode one we were like oh when they get to this point what are we gonna think it's gonna look like online so it's um it's 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 been an interesting topic it's been just as bad as I assumed it would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, let's go to you Larry this ending what did you think. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was a little bit shook. I didn't know what I thought he would do, but I was shook that he just like flat out lied, <laughs> like a full on blatant lie. Let him explain. Um, Hold up. And made up this whole story. Which see, that's how you always catch a liar. They start Hold giving up. you all these details, going about they found these kids and they can't get a cure <laughs> and blah 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 blah. I was like, all right, bro, you're just digging the hole, like. No, 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 you didn't need all that. But 
I don't know. Again, Joel, think. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Once again, maybe if he had just leveled with her and been like, look, they were going to kill you without testing. <laughs> mm-hmm. They wanted to snatch that brain out your head and hadn't even done blood work, ma'am. Um, it would have been easier to uh, stomach. I mean, I know she still would have had to deal with the fact that probably she would have taken on all those people's death on her behalf. But still, I think it would have been better than what he did. Um, so yeah, that's when it really was kind of like, I, right, well, we're in a gross area with Joel currently with these lies and he's trying to brush over it. And at first I kind of interpreted what he was doing as trying to protect her, but really it was just about protecting himself. I mean, it would have hurt her. Yes. But he was just scared. He also probably was just scared to lose her and thus mm-hmm. knew yeah. knew he was in the wrong for making that decision. And what Marlene said to him right before he killed her was like the moment of like, yeah, no, bro. You know what she just told you was true. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It leaves us in a not great place with the two of them at the end of the season. Um but I think it makes for interesting characters. So I like it. I like where we end up there. Um, we'll see. We'll see how I feel moving into season two with what happens and how everything happens. Because, uh, okay. But um, <laughs> as of right now, I mean, I still really enjoy both characters. And mm. just, I want them to speak. Like I do in a lot of conflicts in media. I'm just like, can we talk? Can oh, we speak man, to one that, another? Can we communicate? That is, yeah. that is very interesting to hear you say that because, yeah, season two is going to be a lot. Because yeah. even in even when the game, even like no spoilers here from from me regarding everything that happens in the, in the second game. But even in the game, it's like you when you start as a player, you just feel something's off between the two like Ellie and Joel, and I don't like it because I'm like, no, I want you guys to love each other and, like, play some video games. I don't know. Like, you know, so it's it's very interesting to hear you say that. In season two, I can already feel it. I'm going to have to jump (laughs) Hannah. It's a lot. I feel like there's no way to, like, maybe it seems like Dwayne and I are, like, overselling just how miserable it is season two is gonna be but when we say it's like literally misery the game we mean it (laughs) are y'all ready what if hannah and i come down on like opposite sides of the big debate i wouldn't doubt it it's a very divisive game we're gonna be fighting because even hannah hold up hannah and i on live do not agree about the last of us part two at all we be at each other's necks this damn reactions are about to be a mess (laughs) because i'd be like hannah nah and hannah be like and i'm like nah anyway um so all right let's go to you josie just your thoughts on the ending here with uh joel and and ellie and the way they, they leave off the show I love it. <laughs> it makes me want to go back to the beginning. Also, it's just great acting. You mm-hmm. see it, it in their eyes, the way they speak. You see it in Bella Ramsey's face. And you know, <laughs> things will never be the same. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I keep sending clips to you guys. 
I love that scene. <laughs> but I think also just bouncing off of what Larry was saying, it makes him flawed and I enjoy it. I really like how they ended things with Joel. Obviously, I hate where they stand because you want them to have that trust and that dynamic that they've been building up to. But also, it's so interesting. I thought it was brave to leave it that way. Oh, yeah. Josie's just a messy beach. Look at her. She loves the mess. She's ready. I love in it. it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is it for that episode. Wait, now I have we... a question. I have a question for, for you. Oh, no. Particularly, I guess, Hannah and Dwayne. Yes. Can I Do help you, you think a Last of Us Part 3 video game would be successful or a flop? Part 3? Because oh, I of think... how hated and you know loved and torn and this, just this, complete this is, mess. Part this is two what I'll was. say about gamers, especially gamer bros, like we were saying. They're gonna put the money down. Still, I was gonna say they're people gonna talk love shit. To hate play, <laughs> and... People love to hate watch. It yeah, and I've seen this conversation already on Twitter. Is uh, someone was like, "Oh, you know, ninety-seven percent of the viewership is gonna go down for the show once they do." the thing in part two and i was like mm, i don't think so i think i think it's gonna go up when that yes, happens yeah i was gonna say I, oh just because game of thrones game yeah, of thrones yeah. ended terribly <laughs> everyone hated it and within like three years everyone's back again watching no she's kind of <laughs> cooking no i really <laughs> say nah, she cooking. killed no, you on. then dragged yeah. you from the grave <laughs> Like, I'm being targeted. I guess I know Peter Pascal is like the hottest actor right now. And so many, I think Peter Pascal got a lot of people to sit down and watch this show, right? But I don't think that they're going to stay watching the show for Peter Pascal. I think I, at least, I'm speaking from experience, I only played these games because of Peter Pascal. He is the reason I sat down and played these games, right? I was like, oh, I need to know what <laughs> Peter Mascal's got in store for us because I'm a Peter Mascal stand. So I've sat down and played these games. I fell in love with Ellie. It, I didn't care about Joel once I started playing these games. I love Joel, but I did not give a fuck about Peter Mascal anymore. I was like, Ellie is my baby, okay? You see how Hannah so, does? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hold <laughs> on. To this show. I was excited to see Peter Pascal, of course, but I'm walking out with, oh my god, I have Bella Ramsey and Ellie. Like, this is so exciting. And I don't doubt that that's the case for a lot of people who went into the show for Peter mm. Pascal and is walking out with, you know, I'm ready to see Ellie. I don't, so I don't think that, I thought Pedro Pascal brought in a good significant audience, but I don't think he brought in the audience. I think what brought in the audience is the show just being good. Yeah. And uh, the, everything about it going into it looked great. And then you saw it with the viewership. Because if, if, it, if it was for Pedro, then the viewership would have been there at, on day one. It was there, but the show ends like doubling in viewership. Like I think the episode on Sunday with the Oscars on did like $8 million. We've now and passed House of Dragon. It's crazy. So I think I don't think that's that's I think that's just the show being good. And if you bring in that much fans, just having a good show, they're not gonna just stop watching because something happens. They're not just gonna be like, okay, I'm out of here. Unless you have to go down a you have to go down like a steep steep decline until people start checking out. With I mean, like it you know, took like 
nine seasons for people to stop watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> exactly. And and I was somebody who was like, man, dude, it's Walking Dead, dude. And then like this episode, okay. season 10, I'm like, dude, I'm out of here. Same thing with Shameless. I love Shameless, yeah. but bro, I'm out of here. Why are we going on for 18 I seasons? Say, gotta I'm a little bit nervous. I'm nervous just because I know it's a controversial, there's a bit, like, I don't know really, what, I know what happens in a general sense, but I don't know like how it happens or why or like i only know the event that happens in season two so my only scares part is if it's handled weird and if people like uh, so for something so controversial like that to happen like mid-season or so maybe people finish out the season but then do they come back for season three like does it piss people off (laughs) because i'm just trying to think like if the end of Game of Thrones happened mid-season, I don't think I would have tuned into the next episode after that finale. I would have been like, nah, I'm good, actually. Like, I can't. The thing what about that, Larry... Did, I can't. The <laughs> thing about that, Larry, is that those... Like general umbrella of, like, spoilers for part two over but, this area right now. If you guys don't want to hear about it, then click out. <laughs> yeah, I... Here's what I'll say about that, Larry. The, who are the two writers for that Game of Thrones show... Ooh, what's their name again? D and D. Okay, so what I'll Ooh. say is that clearly wasn't they going That's off of sort? Wasn't they was didn't they stop going off the source material? Or they just didn't have anything to write they about. Didn't have anything. Okay, so that's my thing. All right, at least there's source material, and at least for the most part, it's beloved. I won't. Right. I know it's con- constrict. I know it's strictly controversial, but for the most part, I mean, Last of Us Part Two won Game of the Year, won all these awards. Come on, yeah, also, Craig Mason and and it's Craig Mason, it's Neil like, Bag, it's they, not D and D just cooking no, up some wait. random shit. They've had time to write these episodes, do the after the episode segment, and host a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so it's just you're not they know gonna get <laughs> and it's good after the episode because that shit D and D was talking about after the episode. It made no sense. Bullshit. It, actually <laughs> it just made, made it even worse. Yeah, it made no sense. They don't know what they they didn't know what they were doing. Where no, have they been right. since then? No, anyway. like with like, this one, I like. <laughs> I never watch them because they never add anything to the episode, at least the ones that I've stuck around to listen to. But with this one, I I actually, they're entertaining. But beyond that, I I listen to them. And I think Mm. these people know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. These people know what they're talking about, not just because of the show or as an adaptation, but also just as writers and creatives. Like I listen to them and I'm like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll say the only way you don't like it is if you just don't like the choices that are made. That's how I am. That's, I love Last of Us Part 2. a bunch of people going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, mean, I love the... Because I might be that person. I don't know Right, yet. <laughs> right. I, I love I love both of these games. I love The Last of Us Part 1. I love Part 2. But there are some things that happen in Part 2. I'm like, nah. I mean, you can ask Hannah. We talk about it all the time. There's no, there's this stuff in there that I just don't like, the yeah. way where they go. But I at by the end of that game... Like I'm appreciative that they 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 took the risk of doing something completely different and kind of changed what you thought you were gonna get when you were getting the game because the game was marketed as one way, strictly one way. Like the marketing, Ellie, it was marketed as one way. Then when you get into it and like when a thing happens, you're like, what? You know? So well, and I do want to speak to Larry was saying uh, mid season. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not mid-season. If they do it the way that it's played in the game, it's not mid-season. Um, it's like it's a thirty-hour game. It happens within the first hour and thirty minutes. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but they' about to make it worse if what Hannah's like. Yeah, if I agree Hannah's with that. Ideology happens, and we get a full season between game one and game two. That first third hour and a half is about to be even worse, I feel like. But maybe more justified? I don't know. We'll see. And that's so. the thing. It's like, they have so much. Because with part two, I love part two to death. It is, I prefer it to the first game. Um, it's easy. like my favorite thing ever, right? Uh, Ooh, Hannah's easy, wild. Easy, easy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that fans uh, feel that is out of character. There's stuff that, you know, people think that never would have happened. It's unjustified. Da, 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 whatever. I don't necessarily agree oh, with that. I mean, oh, shit. I'm a <laughs> One of the biggest complaints about the game is that Ellie feels out of character. I don't agree. I think that what I they never... do in the game is it's completely justified, right? What do but, you, again, what do you expect these characters to do? Just I chill? And I think that they've already started, <laughs> I it, I think that they've already started to course correct on that specifically with the inclusion of Ellie maybe being a little more violent. She... There's a, clearly a darker side to Ellie in the show compared to the game. Um, and I think that them laying those like stones here is going to maybe ease people into the new Ellie that we get in part two a bit better than when we actually got part two. Yeah. I still don't I mean? think... I think there's I... a lot of room for them. And I, there is so much stuff that they've laid for part two in this first season that they can used to ease people into what we're about to experience I, I still don't think the people who do like who do who like hate stuff in part two they're still gonna hate it they're still they're, 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 their minds are not gonna be changed well, there's a lot of people who literally it's so crazy talking to me pe talking to people about part two because you'll sit there and be like why do you hate it and they'll just say because of that moment and i'm like okay well did you play the rest of the game they're like no i stopped after that okay that's all you have to tell me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hannah! <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to have, like, an intellectual conversation with somebody about that. I loved it. Me and Dwayne, like we've been saying, me and Dwayne have long arguments about this game. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's wonderful, right? I love to be able to talk about it with Dwayne. But that's because he's experienced the full thing. We can actually talk about it. When someone else talks to you and they're like, no, I stopped after that moment. Okay, then what, what the fuck else do you have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just love hearing y'all earlier see we're talking about the writers again talking about how they're speaking on symbolism and all that shit in these after shows and it just reminds me in talking about D D. like i, I larry it's ptsd i get no. it I, I get they it. literally <laughs> said symbolism is for eighth grade book reports that's what these idiots said they and said oh i forget like, that's a they yeah, said that I, bullshit, and I'm like, why the hell were you adapting these dense books with full of symbolism? I don't understand. It's they after they actually said that. <gasps> after, um, oh my god! Listen, I told you every time they I, I opened told, their mouths, it made it worse. <laughs> I, I told I told I, I told you guys this. I told Hannah a bunch of times. Like I said, going into the show. Every time you have an adaptation of something you love, you love like there's immediate kind of 
Uh, I don't know, because even Hannah, there's been times where, like, she wasn't sure about the Left Behind episode, wasn't sure about the David episode. Same thing with me. Like, I just wasn't sure. But after watching each episode and realized that Craig loves these games, although I get annoyed at Craig sometimes <laughs> and Neo, at the end of the day, they love these games. And they are these are not the Witcher creators. These are not the Halo series creators. Thank God that God of War show is going to have the game creator who was on that too. But I, uh, I really do think that Neil Druckmann being a part of this and it being as successful as it was is going to start shifting things. And I hope it does because I hope it does because I can't relate to the Witcher stuff because I, I've I've played like the game once. I don't read the books, but I, I can imagine they are fuming as fans. It's just like of the (laughs) source material. And the same thing goes with Halo. Your ears, but how did you love that? that (laughs) Showrunner said she hated Henry Cavill loved the game so much. (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy that is so that crazy to me negative that he loved the games and she that is that is so okay. crazy to me so when it comes to like my ip that i love the scream franchise is is Ooh. right now being handled <laughs> by people who love the movies i'm fine with that the last of us is being handled by the literal creator and the uh and, uh, you know, someone who loves the games, I'm fine with that. Now, I ever since I started this show, I've been so sour on that Uncharted movie. I'm sorry, Larry. <laughs> I've kind of turned the page because I'm I like, man. Because now I'm like, man, because now I'm like, man, you can imagine if like Neil was on it and it was like s- yeah. dealt with some sort Uncharted of. Uncharted 2, when are we starting filming? <laughs> it, it does. It... <laughs> This puts other video game adaptions into a whole new perspective. It really does. It, it does. And things. like I said, thank God. I'm so excited for all the upcoming adaptations. But now I'm like, damn, I hope like the creators are a part of it now because they're doing the Horizon video game for PlayStation, for Netflix, and I don't have faith at all. They're doing Ghost of Tsushima. I don't have faith at all. Um, the God of War, I, mean, I have a little bit of faith Animal because- Crossing? um the god of war creator is doing that show with amazon so i have a little bit of faith with that but it's just yeah this game did not do any favors to y'all because lord and it's it's gonna be hard to follow up when it comes to like another adaptation of a video game to try to you know be similar to the last of us like it's gonna be it's a hard it's kind of when i told it's kind of when i was like oh hannah play the last of us play the last of us play the last of us and then she did and then i was like oh hannah play this game and then she just stopped because it became all about the last of us that's what's gonna happen probably with these adaptations when it comes to like you know other games being created they're gonna be compared to the last you of gotta us start forward. them off with like the simple stuff Mm-hmm. the non-exciting like, stuff because then you just build them up with the best and then you're wondering why they won't why don't want it that's what i rest. said so i should have started with something like tetris or something with hannah but no it's like you didn't you didn't all the uncharted <laughs> you did it naughty it. dog that's why <laughs> you didn't offer the peas first you went right for the steak i did it's bad i i, I regret it every day because then <laughs> gamer gamer hannah is dead she's gone because like, she plays one thing and that's it so uh, all right everyone that being said that is it for our episode of psitlou thank you guys all for listening i really appreciate it i'll go around and get everyone's social medias i will start with you hannah let everyone know where they can follow you 
Um, you can follow me at Rejected Hannah on Twitter. All right, and Larry. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Chili Boy YT on Twitter and Chili Boy Productions on Instagram, as well as Chili Boy Productions on YouTube. Come check out Hannah and I's reaction for forty minutes of Hannah crying this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on her neck too. Like what? Happened? Anyway, uh, Josie, how about you? Oh my gosh. Uh, you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterbox, and you can find Film Posers at Film Posers basically everywhere. <laughs> All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Really great episode of PSITLOU. This is probably most likely our last one until the new season. Maybe you in a couple years. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll come back for like a little special episodes. I don't know, down the line, but this is it. Thank you guys all for, you know, joining us in this journey of the last of us. Can't wait to see you when it comes to season two. And uh, thank you for everything. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thank you. You three for joining me each week. Thank you to Larry for hosting some of those weeks. Thanks to Hannah for fucking up my work schedule <laughs> <laughs> and uh that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was hannah larry and josie we'll talk to you guys soon bye